Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about current market pricing. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Plum Investment Group. Guys, do you have a property you need funding for? Plum Investment Group is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money for your project. So do yourself a favor. Go check them out. The website is www.pluminvestmentgroup.com. Hey. What's up? I, uh, you started that intro before I had my headset on. You actually sound really good through my headset out in person like this. It's a totally different sound. Well, okay. it doesn't sound as the, good. You're saying I don't sound good outside the headset? No, I'm saying outside the headset, like when you do the intro, like it, when in the headset, it sounds like the stereo 3D depth, just like, oh, oh yeah, I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva. I feel like it's like, you know, the guy, like, let's get ready to rumble. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, outside the headset, it doesn't sound like that. Mm. It sounds just like, hi, I'm Adam Southey here with Justin Sleva. And it's just, there's a difference there. I don't know if there's like a magic box you have here that keeps it all. I do have a magic box right here. <laughs> I can see the sound volume. Okay. So I, I move in and out of the microphone, left, right. And so I try and. Okay. I can't, if I say it as loud as I hear it, mm-hmm. then I'll be screaming and, and will be bad audio. Okay. And we know about bad audio. Yeah. I'm a experienced show intro guy. I, I, I know what I'm doing. If here. my uh, if my math is correct, this is episode 199. 199. Congratulations, yep. sir. I remember 200 was such a big deal for it. I mean, 100 was such a big deal. Like it's like you know because we launched the blueprint. Yeah, and, and so. 100 episodes later, we're still growing. Mm-hmm. People yep. are still learning. Yeah. So speaking of 200, make sure you tune in Friday. We're gonna have a. We'll be maybe. <laughs> we're gonna have a sale for you. So tune in. And today, so we want to talk about market pricing and like current market pricing and what what we do and how we do. And there's a couple of different thoughts behind this. And I've had a lot of calls reached out since this this whole pandemic has started. And I don't want to say the C word because we're tired of it. And did it shift the market? Are we at risk with anything? What what do we do going forward? And I I want to have that conversation today. You want to? I want to with you. All right, let's have it. I want to see what you think, your thoughts, and kind of go from there because my my mind is we buy so cheap in the way we send mail that we're not going to see it just disappear overnight and I'm having a hard time putting a number to it and so I don't want the show for us to say okay hey guys when you leave here listening to this next uh, on Wednesday all your pricing after this needs to be x amount 21 cents on the dollar mm-hmm. or 20 I don't want to give that number I don't want I don't want to do that I want people to be smart about it because we do this in a certain way to where we put an offer out to generate a lead. We price that property individually on the back end to ensure the comps show it. Then we list it at a price where we're happy with the return and to speed up the sale and push it through. Mm-hmm. So the question comes in though, the problem is, is like, it's an equation. Give me the number. Right. Well, some people are very happy. Like I know we've, you, you have talked to someone recently. It was like, well, I'm offering more like 45, 50% and I'm just, Marking up, making twenty thousand, and yeah. I'm happy with that. I know other guys that are offering ten and fifteen percent, and then marking it up to half the market value and running it through it too. And mm-hmm. these both these guys in their respective niches 
are really good at what they do. And they're the the polar opposite extremes. And we kind of fall somewhere in the middle there. Yeah. I, as of right now, today, recording this, don't think it needs to be changed, what we're doing. Yeah. So, so that's where I'm at with it. Like 30, 25, 30, 35%, whatever market you're looking at, yeah, stick with it. Because even if the former 100% market value... Let's just use 100000 for... All right. If it's a hundred thousand dollar market value mm-hmm. and we bought it for thirty five thousand, mm-hmm. if that drops to seventy thousand, the new market value is seventy thousand, you still doubled your money. So it lost 30 35 percent over the pandemic. Right. Yeah, thirty percent over mm-hmm. the pandemic. Thirty percent is a huge drop. Yeah. If that happens, we still doubled our money. Yep. Even if it dropped by fifty percent, mm-hmm. you're still making money. Yeah. Right. I don't it's going to have to be, in my opinion, and this could change tomorrow if the world if the world changed tomorrow. But it's going to be really hard to buy a property at thirty five percent and lose money if it's a true thirty five percent. If you're really buying it at that rate, and yeah. so that's why we do the different checks there. You, if you're buying quality assets, and I, I was watching a Facebook live, Trevor. You, we've talked about Trevor before out in West Texas. He had talked to a, a guy that has a note academy or something, note school. And the guy, and he, one of the points that he made was a really good point is that when you're buying dirt, your asset needs to be to justify that what you're buying. You know, if you're just buying the hey for a grain of salt out in the middle of the Salt Lake, and you're trying to get a hundred dollars a month on it, it's you've got questionable asset. Mm-hmm. But if you're buying something that has great access and it's in an area that you know is worth X, let's say worth that thousand dollars an acre, and you bought it at three hundred bucks an acre, and you've got paper on it, you're probably pretty good shape. So that asset's got to be important. And I think that plays into a lot of that with, hey, knowing what the true value is. Just because the whole county is worth a thousand bucks an acre and you bought it for 35 doesn't mean that individual piece of property is really worth that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, while you were talking, I had that thought of at a hundred thousand buying for 35,000, this works no matter if it, if it loses mm-hmm. 50%, right? But mm-hmm. what, there's a lot of people who make a great money at buying property that's worth 10,000 that mm-hmm. they're buying for 3,500. If mm-hmm. it drops to 5,000, I mean, obviously, you can still make money, but you're not as excited anymore. Yeah. I think those properties, though, you, I think no matter what, you're still going to be able to have owner financing. I think, yeah, and I don't want to... So it's there's going to be the thought of, hey, well, everybody's got a thought, right? They're like assholes. And yes, you're going to make it... Your ROI is probably going to be a little bit less because you cost so much to run your business. And that's why we push the Bass Boat property so much is because it has the margin of error built in, has the margin in there for you to run your business. And so why do people, why did people lose a ton of money and their businesses basically shut down during the last recession on, on these smaller land deals? Because it wasn't profitable enough to cover their business expenses. They had to sell stuff at a loss just to keep cash coming in to keep their business running. And anytime you have to do that in a business, it's, it's going to fail. On those cheaper properties right now, would you be offering, I don't know, well, on the cheaper ones like that, $10,000, I don't know if I actually offer 35% anyway. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah. No. So I think I think man, I I don't know. I'm gonna stick with this for right now. I th- I'd say we're still good. I I don't want people panic buying and or panic selling, selling or panic pricing. Uh, pricing, yeah. They're like, well, <laughs> I got to do fifteen percent now. I think I just I just jumped on top of you on all three of that. And I think the ho- the whole point of that, and you made a great point, and I'm sorry I jumped in and said panic selling pricing because we just said basically said everything that you could do panickiness, mm-hmm. but panic pricing is a very good point that you made there. And I and I, I apologize about stepping on you and, and butting in, but panic pricing is the key term that I want everybody to listen to there. There are going to be brokers and real estate agents that are going to tell you, hey, market shifted 20% overnight. That is not true. It doesn't do that. Now, it may take some time to sell anything because if you're planning on selling today or tomorrow, that small blip is going to happen. Did some people wipe out their 401ks? Did they wipe out their stock money? 
yes, that happened. It, they've lost 20, 30%, but we're seeing some of the biggest gain days too. So there's an ebb and flow here. We can't look at the micro. We kind of got to look at the macro. It all smooths out like a, the smoothing chart, like in a, a dot graph or a, any kind of graph, you use a smoothing feature just so you can see what the trend line is doing. And this is what all this is, is we take trend data and say, hey, over the last couple of years, this is what they've kind of priced per acre. We make a calculated guess, and then we're going to move it for more or cover our basis. Now, one of the cool things I love about this niche, and it's not getting enough enough attention right now, and we saw it in our group. Somebody posted it. It was uh, the, one of the duck commanders, Phil. Was it the dad? Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I didn't watch it, but okay. I did see it. He said, he goes, talking to his son, and he said, well, I, I lost my, he lost $500,000 in the stock market. He goes, well, who got it? And he's like, I, uh, well, no, nobody got it. He goes, well, somebody got it. You can't lose it if somebody didn't get it. And then he said, you know, good thing about investing in land is the next day you can still take a leak on it. <laughs> no matter what happens on it. And I know that sounds crude and it sounds this, but these are hard assets that you bought under value. Don't freak now. Look at what you can do to bring back some cost. Look at what you can do to understand. But you you have a an asset there that's worth something. Now, whether it's worth $100,000 today or it was worth $100,000 three weeks ago, it's worth $80,000 now, you still bought it for $30,000, $35,000. It's still worth more than you paid for it. Your net worth still went up. And remember that. And that's one of the things that I try to explain because we are all payment month to month. You know, I would call it cash centric, essentially. I got a, a check paycheck centric, whatever that is, whether it's recurring income, you, you sell a couple properties, you have a W-2 job, whatever that is. So we have to remember that you are buying assets. You're not going and blowing it on slot machines or roulette wheel. You're, you're using a calculated formula that's going to make sure you buy more and more stuff and it's worth more. Yeah. Said a lot. Yeah, I know. I want to go back to Duck Dynasty. I love those guys. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> the guys make, they, they keep life simple. And that's all we could have to do. And that's what we, that's what we want for y'all here is well, to keep it simple. Yeah. Panic pricing. I wouldn't jump on a bandwagon. Are you going to be able to negotiate a little bit harder and find better deals? Yes. Right now is a time you will because the, the market is scared. It doesn't know. Nobody knows what's going to happen. You know, so take that into consideration. I don't know. I'm, I would be scared to send. 10, 15% offers right now because people are sitting at home bored. They got nothing else better to do but to <laughs> look you up, <laughs> look you up, call you. You probably get, I mean, we're seeing a lot more calls this week, right? <laughs> Just stupid amount. Yeah. And so people are cooped up, quarantined. They're ready to pounce. I mean, I told you 113 calls in the last three days. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm still, I'm going to get my, I'm just going to go with, stick to the plan. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you're going to flip it, Make a profit and move on. Yeah. Don't be emotional about it. You, yeah. If you gave somebody a great deal in a, in a time like this, they're going to be happy and remember you, and you, you made some money and move on. But don't chase bad deals. Oh, yeah. That's rule number one. Yep. All right. I think, I think it's covered you. Yeah, I, I agree as well. Okay. I'm sorry there was no number there. Like, I feel like people are tuned into this, and they're like, we want to know the new number in the formula. You say 30% or 35% all the time. We want to do that number, and I'm not going to do that to you. I, would, I wouldn't even. I, would, I don't care if they're sitting here ready to... Beat me with a bat. Like, we can't just give numbers away. We're not, you know, we don't have the exact pulse on everything, right? <laughs> Every this, market. We have never been through a pandemic like this. Mm -hmm. we're, we're just with everyone else, so it's not like we know what to do. But what we can uh, look at the trends. We can look at how we buy land, what we buy it for, and we can, you know, put some thought into it, just like everyone else here, and we'll share our thoughts. Yeah, I think that's the important part is you don't say, you know, we don't know what to do. No, we know what to do in a in respect of, Keep your wits about you. Don't go chase bad deals. Make it work for you. Mm -hmm. And if it looks like it's a good price, then keep moving forward. Yeah.
Okay, well, that is it today then. We will uh, call it quits, and uh, we'll um, get ready for Friday's show. Mm-hmm. So while we're doing that, we'll have everyone go to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Give us a like, a follow, and a subscribe. And then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, and review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you Friday. See you.